Welcome to the Vulnerable Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Almeida. Each week, we'll share the inspiring story of someone who has faced their share of vulnerability and been able to find success and fulfillment. We hope all our stories will help you find the strength within yourself to live the life you want and find success of your own. Dr. Brene Brown said, Vulnerability is the core, the heart, the center of meaningful human experiences. This is episode 7 of the Vulnerable Podcast with Chuck Seguin. At a very young age, his realization that his father would one day pass away became the first moment he felt vulnerable. It would lead to him realizing how important it is to experience life and learn as much as you can from each experience you go through. When he lost his wife to an eight-year battle with cancer, it was this belief that made him celebrate her life rather than mourn in her loss. After her passing and some planning, he decided to leave his roots in Ottawa and move to Mississauga. A new beginning of sorts as he knew no one and really only had a dream to chase. Again, it was his belief in living life to the fullest that pushed him to put himself out there and start building this new life of his. It wouldn't be long before he found his tribe and mentors that would lead him to the career path he's on now. Now he's chasing his goals towards becoming a millionaire while helping individuals and families alike find their path towards financial freedom as well. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get vulnerable with Chuck Seguin. Hey Chuck, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's uh, been a pleasure knowing you and, and uh, making you a friend over the last uh, couple of years that we've known each other and I'm excited for you to share your story on today's podcast. So again, thank you for coming on. Hey, it's my pleasure, Brian. I'm really happy to be here and if I can help your, your listeners in any way because of my personal experiences, then awesome. You and I did something good today. Awesome. I appreciate that and a great way to look at it. So the first question I ask every guest at the beginning of the episode is, what is your definition of vulnerability? Oh, wow. That's a big one. Uh, vulnerability. I, you know, I guess based on my own experiences now, you know, having lived quite a fruitful life, I got to say, vulnerability to me has to do more with what I would choose to keep inside because it might show weaknesses. Well, I guess what I define as a weakness and, you know, being vulnerable means that somehow I'm going to display or share that weakness. And, and not, not that I'm having the weakness in the moment necessarily, but that I have weaknesses and um, that I'm, you know, people will know about it, but, Vulnerability can also bring with it great experiences where someone else might recognize that the vulnerability truly is not one because I defined this emotion as a vulnerable one. And sometimes my emotions got shaped or the, what I define as a vulnerability became shaped because someone else shared an experience they've had. And all of a sudden, my vulnerability becomes a strength. Long answer? good point <laughs> <laughs> no and i like the way you, i like the way you speak of it because again it, that and that's the whole point of this podcast really is to show people that although these things that we might feel like are struggles or weaknesses are actually can actually turn into strengths um mm -hmm. you know if we if we sort of change the way we look at them perspective i guess is the way to to look at it and sort of what you had to to say during that uh, your defi definition there so uh but i like it 
so now the, the next question I like to ask is what is your earliest memory of facing or going through a situation of vulnerability or struggle in your life? Mm. What would be my first thought behind it? Um, <clears throat> let's see if I go back way, way, way back. Um, I think it might have to do with, I remember this one day coming to the realization that my father is not going to live forever. And it, it's silly, you know, we all know that that doesn't happen. But when you're a child, and I mean, I love my father, spent time with him, you know, he taught me so much. And I don't remember what led up to me realizing that my father's not going to be around forever. It was a conversation I guess we were having as we were having a walk in a field near where I grew up. And it, it made me cry because I'm like, wow, I am going to miss this part of my life, my dad not being here. Because, hey, dad's lived forever. And um, it, it made me feel vulnerable. I didn't know that's what it was at the time. But my dad kind of sat me down and said, hey, you know, it's actually part of life. It's not going to happen like very soon, but it is part of life. And it means that now you're going to shape your life experiences based on the fact that things are not forever but you can really really enjoy them if i go back and i think wow yeah that that really made me feel vulnerable but then all this at the same time it made me feel strong because i went through it with the help of my father because i i shared what my thoughts my feelings were inside with him at the time so I guess you would say that, you know, overcoming the situation or the way that you overcame it was through that conversation. Um, was there anything else that you, you realized in, or, or was there anything else you did to help yourself overcome that situation or, or that time in your life? I, you know, I wouldn't define it as overcoming at the time. It just, it was a new experience. It was something that my, that, that my dad and I shared. And, and you mentioned something interesting about overcoming I believe a lot of us share the same belief that we overcome certain things for whatever reason my life kind of pushed me in the direction of experiencing rather than overcoming um, these these emotions these events because they shape who we are and, and I think I, I came to that realization I'm gonna flash forward <laughs> decades and decades but I came to that realization that life isn't a, about overcoming things that make us feel emotionally negative it's about understanding that there's an experience there and that experience then gives me the ability to say hey this is good this is bad because really how do you know something's good or bad unless you've experienced good and bad very interesting way of looking at it and, and i appreciate uh, i appreciate sure. that because i haven't had somebody say that yet uh, most people come up with a you know a reason or something that you know help them get through it um, but that's a, a very different way of looking at it and and one that I think will help some people. Um, so what, I guess uh, you might've already answered this through that, but what new strength, <laughs> what new strength did you discover um, from having that experience? Was it the fact that you learned, you know, that life is about experiences or was there something else that you discovered, you know, uh, as a strength once you went through that, uh, that first little bit of vulnerability in your life? I didn't know it was a strength back then. Um, in fact, I, there's another interesting weakness is that 
most people who actually know me very well understand and know that I love talking with people. I love having conversations. And oddly enough, that became a sore point in my life up until only very recently that people say that I talk a lot. But that's the one thing that really helped me gain my experiences. And I guess, you, you know, we define as adults, that's called wisdom. But it wasn't wisdom back then, it was just experiences. And I asked people, I asked what they felt. And I was open with people about what I felt. And I, I, and I guess maybe that disarmed them. And I think that's, I learned that later on that if, if I show up to you and I say, hey, Brian, I feel this way. And maybe you, you define that as, as a vulnerability. You're going to be more open to talking with me about some of your vulnerabilities and eventually your experiences. And that's what I grew up feeling is, is I'm talking with people. I'm sharing my experiences and they share theirs. And I gain experiences by listening to theirs. Does that, does that make sense? No, oh, for sure. I mean, I think one thing that I took from that is that you were, you're able to hold the space for people. And to me, that is a strength because not everybody can do that. I mean, everybody can be a talker, but it doesn't mean you're necessarily listening. And from, <laughs> from what you said there, it seems like a strength that you discovered was being able to, to hold space for people and, and being able to, you know, take something away from the conversation and helping them take something away as well. So uh, to me, that's a strength. I wouldn't really put it any other way, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So. Um, oh, that's cool. So, I mean, I, I know your story, but obviously not everybody else here does. And, and I mean, I don't probably know the whole thing, but um, how, how many times in your life, and, and I got, obviously I'm not looking for a number here, but, you know, that was one small example or one example of, of vulnerability that you faced. But would you say you faced quite a bit of vulnerability in your life, a little bit of vulnerability? Like, how would you sort of put that, you know, has it been a lot? Has there been a lot of it? You know, what, what way would you look at it? You know what? I've never been asked that question in that particular way. I guess if I look back, um, I, I, I guess life would be a series of vulnerabilities and, and victories because, I mean, how do I know something? How do I know I'm vulnerable? How do I know I'm living through a, a vulnerability? Other than, let's say, I feel something. I don't feel a great emotion. You know, going to see a fireworks display, hey, everybody loves that, right? It's a great emotion. But if you're a kid, afraid of noises, that's going to be a scary experience. Well, how do you know it's scary? Because you've experienced calm and quiet. So how do I know this is a vulnerability? <clears throat> well, I know I, I, if I feel good. I know if I don't feel so good. But I only define it as a vulnerability once I've experienced other things or shared experiences with other people and then they describe certain things that are similar to certain of their experiences similar to my my own and all of, I, all of a sudden I realized oh wow that that was a vulnerability I was having a very vulnerable moment because I didn't feel at my full potential I mean I could say this today because I'm 50 years old but you know the the eight-year-old me listening to my dad <laughs> making the statement that he's not going to be around forever <laughs> didn't realize that's what it was today. I understand for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've, I've lived a lot of vulnerabilities looking backwards today. Um, but I don't view them as necessarily just that they, they come with an experience. They come with new knowledge. They come with a set of values and rules 
with which I govern my life. So these vulnerabilities eventually they do become strengths. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I was going to say, I mean, I guess the best way for you to sort of look back and 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 figure out when those times were is to look, as you defined it, to look for times in your life where you felt weak, but then been strong, I guess would be my way of, of looking at it. So, and, and you sort of said that there anyways. So um, could you, if you don't mind, would you, you mind sharing a few more stories in your lifetime, um, you know, and whether they're chronological or not is completely up to you. But sure. if you wouldn't mind sharing a few more stories of, of you know, vulnerabilities that you faced, um, and then maybe even if you, whether it's in there or, or afterwards, however you want to do it, um, let us know about, you know, how, how those, how you got through them, I guess. Okay, sure. The, the most recent one would have to be when, um, when I lost my wife to cancer four years ago. And, and again, those who know me understand that she, she went through this battle for eight years and we battled through it together. And so of course she's, you know, she's passed and um, I stepped up and, and, and was going to give the eulogy because I wanted people to remember her for the greatness, the laughter, the joy and, and the fun moments because I reached out to people and I asked them what they felt were the best things about her. I didn't want to celebrate her death. I wanted to celebrate her happiness. So here I am. I'm, at the pulpit and, and I'm sharing this for what seemed like a really long time to me, but to the people, it was, it was a short moment. And, and I felt great. Of course, I was a little nervous at first going up there. Am I going to hold it together? Right. Cause listen, I, I just lost the person I knew I was going to be with the rest of my life. This was my woman. I was her man. This was, us we were going to move forward and now i'm delivering this eulogy about her life and i held it together because i saw the smiles out there i expanded on stories and i asked people to share some stories they had with her and i brought back a few of these of course with my own and, and the family we were with at the time and i went through this and and wow i saw these smiles and, and people laughing and and there was laughter there was general laughter and of course, the whole day went by and I had a, a number of people come up and see me after and said, wow, that was courageous. That was, I could never do this. And um, a lot of praise, you know, of course, a lot of praise. And, and, and really, was it a vulnerable moment? Sure. Um, I, I felt like, hey, am, am I going to hold this together? I certainly don't want to cry in front of everybody. But hey, if I do, I do. Listen, that people understand. What she meant to me, but instead it became a, a great part of their lives, a great part of their own grieving process and and healing from from that loss. Was I really vulnerable, Brian? Well, yeah, I suppose I could have cried, and that might make me vulnerable in a lot of people's eyes. But in the end, that was a strength. People came to see me and said, "Wow, that was amazing. Uh, it helps me." get past this day it, it helped me understand what all of you meant to each other and these people walk away <clears throat> sharing with me their experience of what this now means in their lives what it reinforces they go back and go wow i appreciate my family even more because they're around and now i see a different view um so that's definitely a very very recent one but but again i I guess I, I, I know, no, I'm not going to say I guess, but I know I walk in, I walk into this 
knowing that I want the experience. I really, truly desired the experience to stand up there at the pulpit and give this eulogy celebration of life. Because I started up with, it's a celebration of life, not a eulogy. People view the word eulogy as, oh my gosh, somebody died, and this is how we're going to remember them. I walked in with saying this is a celebration of life. So right away, the presupposition is that we're celebrating. We're not mourning. We're celebrating. And again, it's a new experience. And it, 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 it allowed me actually to, to get through this grieving. And again, that is also an experience. Jeez, if we had a half a day, <laughs> I'm sure I can share with you a lot of the experiences of going through the grieving process. Um, but, but recently, yeah, that, that would be one of them. You know, and, and so it's funny because as much as you, you say, as, as we're talking about it, how, you know, you could have been more vulnerable because of, you know, you could have cried or something like that. And it's funny how we, we tend to define vulnerability as like, you know, showing emotion and stuff like yeah. that. But again, yeah. if we go back to your definition at the beginning of this episode, it's, it's feeling weakness, but then finding strength. And I can't imagine uh, another point in anyone's life where they'd feel weaker than to lose the person that they're supposed to spend the rest of their life with. Mm -hmm. And then you, again, like you said, found the strength to get up there and make it about a celebration. So I think, you know, it's, again, it's, it's funny because we're trying to define vulnerability, but that's the whole point of what we're, what I'm trying to do here with this podcast is make people realize that everybody's definition of it and everybody's struggles are different, but at the end of the day, we can find our way out. You know, um, one other one that I, you know, again, knowing a bit of your story and if, if you don't mind sharing it, that I th thought was interesting when I met you was the uprooting of your life. Um, cause again, I could see that as being a little bit, uh, bit of a struggle for, for a lot of people. So if you don't <laughs> mind sharing a bit about that, I think that would be another uh, great one for people to sort of hear about. Yeah, for sure. You're talking about my move from Ottawa yeah, to exactly. Toronto. Yeah, that that was spurred on by my 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 late wife's passing. Toronto has always been interesting to me, and we're talking decades ago when I used to do business up here. And um, the the impetus to move here came from her passing because now. I'm viewing things a little bit differently and, and I, and I want this new experience. I've come through this latest one feeling renewed, feeling like, okay, this is life. I'm still here. I can hide under a rock and then feel sad about it for, for years and years and years, or I can use this to fuel new experiences. And so moving to Toronto, was a really great experience to me. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I know if I describe it, some people will go, holy cow, you came here and you did all of this. I mean, I, I, I came here, I knew no I had no friends, I had nobody here, uh, barely knew the area, and I found uh, the center of the universe, which is Mississauga, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I moved to Mississauga, and, and uh, moved into a 760 square foot condo, which is really weird for me because I grew up in the countryside where homes are like two, three thousand square feet and you've got acreage, not a balcony. But at the same time, that was also a new experience. And, and so I came into it with the premise that I wanted to experience life. Now, now understand though, I wasn't doing this blindly. I didn't just kind of, hey, let's go. Let's, let's just <laughs> jump into a vehicle and move everything here. There, there was planning, there was uh, an expectation. 
and I and I clearly wrote it down. I defined what my expectation was going to be. I defined the goals I wanted to achieve uh, arriving here. And the more I went, I went forward and, and I achieved those goals, the more I was writing new ones because, I mean, this is something I just kind of learned long ago and now it's being put to the ultimate test. Does it really work? I, you know, achieving these goals means that, okay, great, I've achieved them. Am I necessarily happier? Well, that all depends what I feel the experience is like. And I knew that if I didn't define new goals, that I would feel stuck at some point, like like the old dog chasing the car down the road. Hey, that car just stopped. Do you know what you're about to do now? Are you going to bite the tire? Are you going to bite the bumper? Or potentially when the door flings open, make a new friend. That's all dependent on your perception of what you're going to do next, but you got to know. And that's what I did. I started writing down new things I wanted to achieve. And three and a half years later, here I am sitting with you sharing my life experiences. And somewhere down the road, that is going to impact somebody. I may never see it. I may never hear of it. But my thought, Brian, behind all of this is I am telling you these stories because I'm expecting that there's going to be an impact somewhere, a positive impact on your life or someone else who's listening to this. Well, I, I can only imagine that there will be, to be honest with you, uh, knowing your story and how it's impacted me just being, you know, a friend of yours. And again, you know, like the, the reason I wanted you to share that story is because, you know, leaving people that you know and that you've known for years to come to a place where, like you said, you don't know anybody. Again, these are things that a lot of people, it would probably stop them from doing it. Right. Yeah. You instead decided again to just sort of, you know, obviously, like you said, there's planning, but you decided to to do it and to make that change and to make that leap. And those are things that a lot of people, like I said, wouldn't do. And so, you know, I, I got to definitely applaud your your strength and in, in, in the decision to do that and come here and start what would most people would see as a new life and, you know, get to where you've uh, you've gotten. Um, you know, how how would you say that? all of these experiences from, you know, the, the earliest one to the loss of your, your wife to moving to a new place, all these different things that have happened. Um, how would you say that these, these vulnerabilities or these struggles that you faced have helped you get to where you are now? Um, the experiences, the, 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 what, 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 how I interpret the things that I lived, the, the vulnerabilities. I mean, really, again, we're, let's let's go back to the way that I see them. Me personally, um, I, I recognize that the event, the the, the experiences I'm going to live, will either bring me happiness or sadness. You know, there's only really those two emotions, and then from there, you combine it with a bunch of other experiences and emotions, and you start feeling love, and you start feeling bliss, you start feeling uh, success. You know, however you want to define that, but. Brian, one of the things that I find really funny, and I and I think about this, it's an analogy that was given to me years ago. Uh, sometimes a little bit of ignorance can be bliss. <laughs> if you really look at it from a physical point of view, the bumblebee should not be able to fly. It just, from the physics perspective, it's just not possible. The funny part is nobody told the bumblebee, so they just fly because, you know, they're born with the belief that they should, and Sometimes if you don't know, you'll just, hey, this is what I want. This is the experience I desire. This is how I'm going to do things. Whether you think they're possible or not, you just go forward and do them. And the only time that I really think 
we begin doubting ourselves is when somebody says, hey, uh, you know how what's required to do this? Do you know how difficult that is? And because we've never had the experience, we'll now rely on this other person and their experience to dictate the way we're going to um, live through this, this new one. Now, sometimes we know, hey, it's going to be difficult to do this. But if we re-examine going through the experience, going through the goal setting, let's say, if we want to put it this way, that if you really decide to look beyond your own belief system, it's, your belief system exists because that's what you chose. But if you, if, you, if you want to go a little bit beyond, then you can see that there's other experiences that will dictate that what you really desire is achievable. And, and so that's where, that's where I go now is, is those experiences are truly achievable and, and I want them. I, I, don't, I won't seek the bad ones, but when they happen, I sit down and I, and I, and I ask myself the questions of, all right, so, so why is this here? Well, experiences don't happen to me. They, they happen for me. I hope, I hope that answers it. I just, I'm speaking from the heart. So if I go too far, you let me know. No, and, and it's funny, another guest that I had on said something similar to that about going really deep. And I said, at the end of the day, like each ep- of these episodes is going to be different because each person has a different story. And sure. whether people are willing to go that deep or not is completely up to them. And whether people take from this and decide to go deep within themselves, again, that's up to them. So okay. I'm, I'm open to hear it all, to be honest. Cool. Very cool. And, you know, one thing that, um, that I heard there in, in listening to what you had to say and thinking about past interviews, the one subject that seems to come up over and over and over again, whether it's like said or whether it's, you know, just in the way that people are describing things is I feel like it's self-awareness. Um, you know, I feel like what you just said there, you have a lot of self-awareness because you're able to analyze the situation, decide how it makes you feel, and then decide where you want to go from, from there and, and how you want it to impact your life or the impact or, or, or the life of others. And that's something that I think a lot of people either maybe don't have or need to focus on a little bit more. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if you agree with me or not, but that just, to me, it seems like this is a, an overarching subject that keeps coming up in all these different episodes, no matter what the struggle is or the vulnerability is that somebody has been through, it seems like self-awareness is the key to sort of, you know, grow and and move forward in life. Brian, self-awareness is something we all have. I don't really feel that some of us are self-aware and some are not. We are all self-aware. We are all very much aware that the decisions we make, uh, have an impact on the way that we live if you choose to go home and sit in front of the tv and then again i'm not gonna bemoan people who watch tv that's fine hey so do i just not every single day that's a choice i made because of my desires and my experiences that i'm seeking but if you sit in front of the tv with a couple bags of chips and you do that every single night it's not hard to 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 see where that's gonna go you'll witness it yourself you are very self-aware it's just that do you choose to to gain an experience from or, or or wisdom if you want from that awareness of yourself at that very moment or are you choosing to ignore it for something else it's very convoluted we, we are self-aware we're choosing what we wish to be aware of so let's go back to your definition of vulnerability 
the fact that you know you're about to cry delivering your eulogy means that you're aware that there's a certain vulnerability there. The choice that you make of going up there to deliver the eulogy is something that you're facing, but you can also face to do something different. So do you want to sit in front of the TV every night with a couple bags of chips, knowing what's going to happen? Or do you want to do something different? Ah, it doesn't have to be radically different. Uh, cut down to one bag of chips. Cut down to no bags of chips. I mean, it's, it's all progressive realization that there's something else to do. It's, it's really that. It's, it's, we're all self-aware. Start with that. You go back to all the podcasts that you've had and, and even conversations that are not in your podcast, because I know you want to make an impact with the podcast, but all the conversations you've had with a variety of different people, even if you think they're not self-aware because you define it in a particular way, doesn't mean that they're not self-aware. We all are. We just choose how much we want to use that self-awareness to bring us forward or to keep us right where we are. Yeah, that, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And I never thought about it that way. And I'm glad that you brought that up because, uh, you know, in, the, in, in past interviews, there has been sort of a more defined uh, way of looking at self-awareness and achieving it, I guess. But I, I completely agree with what you're saying. And, and again, it, this is what I love about this whole, you know, podcasting and this whole interview and just getting different perspectives because each person that listens to each episode is going to get a different way to maybe look at their own life. And to me, what you just said is, is, is very important at the end of the day, because it really doesn't matter, you know, what you're doing. It's just, you have to know what impact that has on you. Um, and obviously sometimes the people outside or around you, but um, if we're talking about self-awareness, obviously focusing more on the self. So um, again, thank you for the sharing. Really cool part, the really cool part for you, Brian, is that this is going to be hugely therapeutic for you because you're going to interview a lot of people and you're going to get a lot of perspectives. So I think in the end, you're going to gain a huge amount out of these podcasts. And, and I really wish that your listeners, I desire for all your listeners to, to go through all of these podcasts and, and, and gain their own experiences and ask questions. Uh, create a community, Brian, around you of people who are willing to ask questions both publicly and privately, it's, it's okay to ask questions and go, I don't want to sound like a fool, so let me ask this privately. But somewhere in the midst, encourage your listeners to create dialogues that other people can participate in so that we all walk away having gained a little something. Oh, uh, I, again, you're making some great points here, so I appreciate it. Um, so would you say right now in your life, would you say that you've found success and fulfillment or would you say that you're still on your journey towards that? <laughs> that's, that's an awesome question. Um, look, I am, I am building all sorts of successes around me. I, I truly am. Am I exactly where I thought I was going to be at 50? No, by all means, I certainly am not. I was truly, truly convinced and still am, but I was truly convinced that by now I would be a millionaire. Um, <laughs> No, it's, yeah, no, seriously. And it wasn't facetious because there's things I want to do with, with those millions. Um, I can share some of that later with you if you want for sure. But, but um, I've come to recognize that rather than epitomizing the fact that I am not, let's look at the reasons why I'm not. And let's look at the other things that define success. It's not all about money. It's not always necessarily about total happiness either. To me right now, right now, it's about 
growing personally because I've, I've, I've had a huge amount of personal growth really only in the last three and a half years compared to all the years before moving here because I, I had that as a goal. I had that as, as a predefined, I am moving here. I am going to make the absolute best of it. I am going to learn something. I will build on new successes. So I feel successful. I really feel fulfilled. But the cool part with that is fulfillment to me means also looking forward, anticipating new things, anticipating new experiences and grabbing those and filling my basket and one day sharing that basket with people you know, like I'm doing with you today and, and sitting down with other people and sharing uh, experiences. And so Oh, what happened? Uh, Are you still there, bro? Yeah, yeah, still there. Okay. I can edit that out. Don't worry about it. So okay. So you so did you get everything I said or? I got up to the point where you were talking about your. I got up to maybe the last like ten fifteen seconds there. So I don't know what you finished with, but um, you were talking about uh, like how you define successes and yes, you have it. But I guess you were going to say that you're still on the journey. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes, I feel fulfilled and successful. And for sure, I feel that there is more to come. There's more successes. There's more fulfillment because I'm anticipating that the efforts I put in today are going to yield the new goals that I'm chasing after. And, and I think, again, a, a key point, and I keep taking these away from everything that you're saying and, and also from the, the past episodes is, is success is really about how you define it. I, I mean, I struggled with that myself last year. And and for most of my life so far, success was defined by the amount of money that I make every year or the position that I hold at work. Um, sure. But only in the past year or so have I realized that that really has nothing to do with it, at least in my own opinion. And I think that of many others who have maybe tried to go down that road in life and realized that it doesn't mean all that much. I mean, for me, success now is, you know, having a, a happy and loving relationship with my wife and you know, doing the things that I enjoy, not just necessarily for the financial, um, you know, value of them, but just for the fact that they make me feel good. So again, you know, I think it's key that we all define success for ourselves. And what you said there, again, makes a lot of sense. And I think that you're right, we're always on the journey towards it. And at the end of the day, even though we might feel successful right now, there's more success to be had. So I uh, appreciate that again. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I think your your own story and your own progress you should definitely podcast as well i know we're going to hear little bits and pieces but i think your journey as well uh, is a great one to share with people because you know you're you're you have a certain degree of enlightenment and, and what you share with people like you're doing with these podcasts is is like the foundation of who you are and, and the reason why you're going to have so much success with this I appreciate that. You know, it's not about me though. <laughs> but <I> mean, <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, no, I'm just saying. You <laughs> Let's know, come back to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And I appreciate that, you know, but I really want to make it, you know, and I, and I do plan on doing an episode that's my story, but you know, I definitely want to make these interviews, you know, uh, as much as I can about the person that I'm interviewing and, yeah. and have helped them make an impact. Like you're saying earlier, you know, you want to have this make an impact on other people's lives. But again, you know, I appreciate that 100%. Um, so sort of one of my final couple of questions here, um, this being one of them is 
what are three key takeaways that you would give somebody listening to this episode about life in general or business success, whatever you want to put out there? I mean, at the end of the day, if somebody were to listen to your episode, there's, you know, a ton in there that they could take away from it. But if you could give people just three key things, um, you know, that would be great. Like brush your teeth in the morning and that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if that's if that's something that you think um, you know is is life changing and really important, um, you know. Um, if, again, if I was it, to yeah. focus on, if I was to focus on three, Brian, I, I'd have to say that everybody gets up in the morning for a reason, and, and that's defined as a goal. Because otherwise, you know, why would you get up? Why would you do anything really? But yeah, define what those goals really are and have a, a clear definition and, and don't be afraid to say, I want to be a millionaire. What does that mean? Don't worry about it. Just if that's really what drives you and you feel highly motivated by that, then write that down, but be very clear about what the goal means. If your goal is, I need to find a new apartment, a new condo, then write it down. But But writing it becomes a huge part. I didn't realize this until just, you know, maybe a decade ago, but write it down, be clear about what it is you want, then really set forward a plan to achieve it. I mean, it's great to write it down and go rah, 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 I've got goals, but if you're not having any kind of activity towards achieving it, you're not going to achieve it. So that's, you know, we'll combine that as one. Uh, Something else I would tell people is experience life. I mean, this this is my own experiences, and I'm seeing more and more people because of the circle of influence that that I have, more and more people are are experiencing life and not overcoming. Because if you're constantly feeling like you're overcoming, your life then becomes about overcoming. And how is that an experience? All you're doing is fighting and overcoming. And so then the next thing coming up down the road, the next set of lights coming down the road, you think it's the train coming down the tracks. Well, maybe it's not. So to me, Begin looking at life as an experience, and experiences build on other ones, and then you expand the way that you see things, and then you expand the way that you discuss things with people, and then your experiences and your 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 um, your interactions with people then become so much more fruitful for both people, for both people in the conversation. So, number two, experience life. Number three. Love who you are. Um, we're all imperfect. Look, we are all imperfect. I don't care if you were born looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, you notice that there's a theme here. I really like him <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> but we're all imperfect, and that's cool. It's totally cool to be imperfect. Love who you are. And love the fact that you can continue working on improving yourself. But make that improvement an experience not just a goal, it's a journey. The best, the best car rides I've ever had, the best trips I've ever had, were not going to the destination, but everything I saw leaving here, going to the destination, that's a journey, that's it's all experiences. So make life that experience, love who you are, and, in, and when you love who you are, then you're gonna expand outwards a little bit more, and recognize that other people interact with you and other people are part of your life and begin loving who they are. 
That's that a solid three. That's a solid three. Um, a hundred, like again, you know, uh, there's probably you know more than three that we can take away from this episode. <laughs> that's a, a great way to 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 sort of finish it off and and give us something to really think about. So um, lastly, um, it's not so much a question, but I like to give every person that I bring on an opportunity to promote themselves, anything that they're doing, anything that they want to put out into the world. Because again, like I said a few minutes ago, you know, this podcast is really about the people that I'm bringing sure. onto it. So the floor is yours. Promote anything you want. <laughs> I can find you on social or whatever, however you want them to contact you. And uh, again, go ahead. Well, I, I'm I'm definitely on on Instagram, and I and I really love that platform. I've, I'm having a lot of fun. Instagram is a lot for business, and yes, I'm an entrepreneur at heart, and I'm developing a, a large financial firm. Uh, check out Chuck Segay One would be my Instagram handle. Uh, if you want to find me on Facebook as well, there's stuff there too. That's literally just Chuck Segay because it wasn't available on Instagram, so Chuck Segay on Facebook. I, if I want to promote something, I would say just promote the idea that um, seek education, seek education from life, not necessarily out of books, although books are great, don't, you know, definitely read great books, but always seek to find little lessons that are around you. Life is not a big lesson, but there's little lessons hidden in everything. Um, uh, if people want to see, I mean, they'll see it in Instagram, they'll see it on Facebook for sure, but um, I'm developing my, my financial firm, started in in, uh, in uh, Mississauga. We got a great office out there. Uh, those who eventually will be listening, hooray to the ring team. They'll know who they are when they listen to this. Um, but I, I am bringing awareness to people about, we'll, we'll talk about financial education. That could be a podcast all on its own. <laughs> uh, check out you know my, my, my social feeds. You'll, you'll see what I mean. But I'm a very, very big advocate of, financial education so that people understand they can empower themselves with knowledge and tools and take control of that one area of life that people struggle with often is their finances and feeling confident that you're okay. You'll feel okay once you know you have tools in your toolbox. And that's one of the things I do with people. I, I help them out. I give them tools. I, I give them the tools and I show them how to use them and let them walk away and let them hit themselves on the net, on the on the, on the songs every once in a while, but be there to show them that this is a good way of doing things. So again, just have fun folks. Go check out my, my social feeds. Uh, remember to, to, to enjoy life around you and, and Hey, reach out, uh, personally message me. If you've, if you've got questions, I, I'd love to answer them. Yeah, I can, I can promote for you as well. My wife and I have used Chuck to help us out with some of our financial goals and things that we needed to take care yeah. of in life. So 100% reach out to Chuck if you need help with that. Uh, he, he'll definitely um, be, uh, be useful when it comes to that kind of stuff. So again, Chuck, I, I got to thank you for coming on. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, your stories ha ha has impacted me as a friend of yours. And, you know, I, I couldn't wait to get you on here because I know that this story is going to help impact other lives as well so thank you again for coming on and taking the time out of your day to to be on the podcast hey it's definitely my pleasure this is uh, it's going to be a blast to see your podcast get out there and impact people and, and to see you grow you know to see you grow I'll, I'll listen to the podcast i'll, I'll watch you as well and and it, you know you and i are good friends so we're going to stay in touch and and you know continue talking about these podcasts in in the back channels but uh, all the success to you my friend it's been a blast thank you take care for sure, for sure. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Vulnerable Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps get the word out and means more than you know. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at vulnerable.podcast or on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching Vulnerable Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at the B-E-L-M-E-D-A, that's the B-E-A-L-M-E-I-D-A, or by searching my name on Facebook and LinkedIn. If you know anyone with a great story of going from struggle to success, please let me know as I would love to interview them for the show. I appreciate you taking the time to listen and see you next week.